each and every one of you find finds yourselves uh, coming to the ass end of nowhere in Cover, the not even town of Boneyard. It is frequented by either people who are tra uh, transporting something to or from Kabara, or people who are trying to get the fuck away from anything else. So, whoever wants to start. My name is Pokery. Um, I am a cute little uh, wood elf, and I am kind of chilling on those uh, benches, uh, throwing, to just tossing some dice on the ground, hanging out, playing, just killing time, waiting for an airship, uh, because I've been haunted by dreams of all of my ancestors being dead. Uh, and typically I've been able to commune with them uh, in like trances, but recently they've been dead. Um, I am playing a human character named Aldrich. I dress, uh, nice for my, uh, from where I'm from. Um, so I have, I have the nicest, uh, like, clothes that I can manage. Um, I am an artificer. You see me leaning against my bit of a towering robot behind me, um, waiting for, um, uh, for a delivery that I trained underneath a, a very wise inventor and when he passed away I took his book of inventions and I've been trying to finish everything that's in the book um, but the the government took a lot of his supplies and a lot of his inventions after he passed away uh, for the war effort so he left me a little bit of money and so with that money I've tried to buy back a experimental power supply and Uncle Babu was a goblin. Uh, and I'm standing there leaning against my, my big robot, uh, his name is Rob, um, with my sister. I'll just go ahead and point. I'm his sister. So my name's Katya. I'm a, uh, a human fighter. You can see that I'm, uh, I'm standing somewhat close to Aldrich. Uh, and I'm uh, just practicing some swordsman moves, uh, just trying to get them just right. Um, I also have a, a broken sword that is on my back uh, that I'm carrying. Um, and I'm just, uh, just trying, to, trying to be the best. My character's uh, full, full name is Alexander Trafir. He says people call him Alex most of the time. So, so what, what you see is is I'm clearly waiting for someone, and um, I'm sitting there with with my rapier, and um, the 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 guard part of my rapier, as, as opposed to being like swirly pieces of metal, there's a part of it that's just like a nice solid piece of metal, and you can see me like touching up on what looks to be um like tick marks like you're keeping track of something you know like one two three four five so he, he's doing that and um it, it's it's clear that it's close to being filled up like like you it's close to being filled up and um yeah he's just he's just sitting there waiting waiting for someone and um 
He uh, he is a blood hunter, a half elf blood hunter. Clonard is not. Um, Clonard, in fact, is a furble, which is like a sheeple type person. Um, and for a sheeple, uh, Clonard is small for a large race. Uh, so he stands at six foot five, but is a little chunky. Dressed very Puritan-like and conservative. Uh, think like belts over shirts and a button-up that's buttoned all the way up. And he is going over in his hands prayer beads, which he has cast fairy fire on, so um, they are glowing as he's going through them. In a rare moment for Clonard, he's being quiet because Clonard is a uh, is a cleric of a monastery of the Silver Flame, and from the years in the monastery of ringing the bell, he's lost a lot of his hearing, so he speaks very loudly, unfortunately for everyone around him. Can so I yeah, uh, you guys, um, when you've all arrived at like different times, you didn't all come in at the same time, but you guys know that the airship you are waiting for uh, comes in at in a couple hours, say like 3 p.m. It's around noon. You've got some time to kill. Do you want to try and explore the town a little bit? There's uh, the offices for the local um, house Starshik tavern. Um, there's a ranch. If anything jumps out at you as something you want to go investigate or visit, uh, you got some time. As you do that, one of the uh, half-orc owners of the bar kind of leans out the door and goes, um, hey, could you, uh, sorry, some people are complaining about the smell. Are you are you are you coming in and drinking or what? I will pray for the repose of your soul. And Clonard walks away, disappointed. Well, um, have a nice day. And uh, yeah, yeah, business as usual, including gambling, resumes in the tavern. Clonard twitches a little, really upset. He didn't know about the gambling. <laughs> Who, what kind of gambling, when I ask? Because Alex likes a good gamble every once in a while. Fancy a flutter? Sure. Um, hey, Aldrich, I, I don't think we uh, have a lot of gold right now. Um, uh, no, we bought a very fancy uh, thing from the government. But I do have a little bit of money. I have 10 gold. Well, I'm, I'm just going to say I, I don't mind just staying out here and training, but uh, if you want to go somewhere, we can. I'm very interested in that guy over there. And I, uh, I, I slyly point over to, um, to Alex, uh, just noticing the tick marks on his rapier, just as a... Someone who is like an aspiring master swordsman, just like very curious as to what's going on with this guy. Okay, uh, and you, Alex, you you do go to the tavern. Yeah, I get up and, and, and sheath my sword and uh, walk to the tavern. 
get it. All right. Uh, almost, almost annoyed that that the person I was meeting hasn't shown up yet. Uh, and, and you see uh, a, a, a sort of imposing uh, furbolg figure in a heavy robe and chainmail, kind of storming off, grumbling to himself. You, you noticed him coming in, kind of more than you noticed the others, and uh, you are taking some time to notice him again now. I would also like to go. So uh, I look like very dusty, like I've been traveling a really long distance uh, and I have like, my skin has clearly seen way too much sun. Uh, so I'm gonna head into the tavern, uh, but I'm gonna try to get like the lightest drink. Like if they have water, that's what I'll have. Um, well, when you offer to like buy some water from them, they kind of look at you like, what? Uh, and the, the owner, Rignar, uh, he, he kind of uh, gives his husband a glance and he's just like, hello, this guy. Uh, and uh, they pour you a beer and they put it down in front of you. And uh, um, Rignar's husband, Voroth, is the, uh, he, he's in charge of the gambling uh, operation. So he sits down at a, a table uh, and he starts rolling some, rolling some dice and he's like, so um, uh, what's your game? Oh, so you like dice. I, uh, I'm, I'm a little familiar with dice. Uh, what's the, what's the house game here? This is the game of Hidden Duck, and as he starts explaining it, uh, we've got, um, Aldrich and, uh, Katya walking in, as well as Alex, and he's like, so the game's Hidden Duck. Um, so, um, yeah, so essentially, yeah, you, each player rolls three d6s, they do not reveal what they rolled to the others, uh, they, uh, they tell them what they or they tell the other players what they rolled while concealing them um, you may be honest uh, you may bluff if you are called on your bluff that if you win you get half of what you would have or uh, if the other person wins and they force you to reveal it they get half what so, is winning a higher roll? It, yeah the closest to 18 without going over so it's kind of like 21 in that regard hey really quick you know you can't go over with 3d6 Right, yeah, 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 just realizing that. Closest to 15 without going over. It's a uh, 15 silver Annie. Uh, and he starts rolling dice. Um, I was just walking around keeping an eye on uh, on Alex, just like trying to be sly about it from a distance. I, I don't know if I'm necessarily going to be partaking in the gambling. Okay. Uh, so it's a 15 gold Annie. You have to put down at least 15. Or, I mean, sorry, not 15 gold, gold. 15 silver. 15 what silver we, Annie. What if we round that up to one gold? That's rounded down to one gold. That would be down. Oh, what if we round that up to two gold so I don't have to keep track of the change? Uh, I raised five gold. Uh, Alex follows suit. Okay, uh, Vorath also puts another five gold next to his silver. Uh, Vorath kind of eyes both of you once the gold is on the table, and he goes, 14. 14. And I lean back even further and cross my legs the other way. <laughs> um, I think you are lying. And I you think I'm No, I point to, to the, the other dude. Is that a challenge? 
Yes, that is a challenge. He rolls his eyes and he raises his hand off his dice and reveals a 17. So he has gone over 15 and he is out. So, what, uh, we haven't been introduced. Uh, I'm, I'm Potiphar Perseus, but you can call me Popery. You can call me Alex. Great, Alex, what do you have on those dice? I hit it spot on, I have 15. Well, that's just not true. Is that a challenge? Yeah, that's a challenge. Uh, I rolled 13, and I... Does that mean that Potpourri gets the pesos? Yeah. All right. So, uh... you get, uh, yeah, 45 silver and 15 gold. All right, so I profit 3 and 10. But, uh, my good friend, uh... Alex, can I buy you a drink with my winnings? I'm not gonna. Re- I'm not gonna turn down a drink. All right, but uh, I, I give him the silver that I won and say, "Get yourself something nice." Uh, and then uh, Voreth looks back to you guys and he's like, oh, "All man. right, all right, everyone gets lucky once." <laughs> so, uh, you guys fancy another round? Uh, looking to lose some more money? Alex will play one more time, but also Alex reaches in his pocket and uh, sips, t- uh, downs this flask he had. All right. And then, and then puts it away. What does it look like? Can I see it? Uh, it, it just it just looks like, like a round circular flask that's metal with like leather around it. So I can't see like the color or anything. Oh, what color is the liquid? Yeah. Oh, you can't see. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Uh, let's say we make this interesting. Let's say uh, 10 gold this round. And I'm, I'm out. I'm going to go hang out at the bar. Oh, I see. Cut and run. Oh, one and I'll do 10 gold. All right, um, and uh, Voreth puts ten gold on the on the table in the middle of the table between you. Yes. Twelve. I have a fifteen. So he um, kind of snaps his fingers and he pushes the gold over to you and he goes, uh, "Beginner's luck." I thank you very much, and I take uh, the gold and I leave. Um, Alex walks up. And he sits down to the bar and goes, well, hello. And just holds up a finger to get a drink and slaps uh, a piece. God, so what are you having? Something strong. Um, we, well, we've got a, we've got a mead that's uh, sort of more booze than honey at this point. I don't know how old it is, but uh, mm. put hair in your chest. Let's do it. Um, as he does that, you said you're sitting next to me, right? Yeah. I'd like to kind of like move my glass towards yours, like to do a cheers. Cheers, mate. Cheers. So, uh, what brings you? What brings you to you two to town? Uh, aside from clearing my, uh, my my better half out. You probably wouldn't believe in you if I told you. Uh, probably right. All right, all right, all right. Twisting my arm. Okay. Well, so I grew up in the famed house of Perseus, 
which, as everyone who's anyone knows, is one of the most accomplished heroic uh, lines in of the Valinar elves. I'm sure I don't need to tell you this, but my great 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 grandfather just like like just killed all the monsters. He killed dragons. He killed hydras. He killed sea beasts. He was the coolest. In any case, so you know, everyone in our family is like. You know, we gotta, when we go have our dreams, we gotta hang out with Pop Pop, because he's every, like, he's just a robot. So, any case, a couple weeks ago, I started having dreams, and in my dreams, Pop Pop was dead. But here's the craziest thing. In reality, Pop Pop is dead, but that's the whole thing, is that I can usually talk to him in my dreams. Now, can't do it. Uh, uh Rignar kind of looks to, uh, um, Alex with like a kind of you understand any of that? I, I like like Alex tries to as subtly as possible just scooch his chair over I mean uh, <laughs> I'm not one to fuck with those psycho wood elves but uh I always thought they were kind of weird as he says that you just get a waft like a nice summer's breeze of uh like uh it smells like maple syrup coming your way anyways uh i think i got some uh business to attend to in the back so uh holler if you need anything on a refill or anything like that uh and while that's going on uh aldrich and uh katya are you guys um still sizing people up in the bar or have you uh moved on to other pursuits um, I found a table in the side of the bar, and I'm like in the notebook drawing the game and like writing down little details of like how I think good strategies, like what they would be. I'm like drawing like uh, like ideas of like where you could put mirrors to like try to cheat and stuff. And uh, Clonard, uh, after leaving the bar, um, uh, are you striking out uh, on your own to explore town a little bit more, or are you just uh, making your way back to the airship port? So instead of trying to convert the people inside, I have finished uh, walking the outskirts of the bar. Um, and in fact, I used my uh, speech of beast and leaf to talk to the grass about how it shouldn't support such a, uh, an establishment. And if it were to ever become conscious, it should never partake in anything inside of that building. Okay, so you're preaching to the grass. I am absolutely preaching to the grass. Um, and so when I finish my prayer, I shout for the righteous, like, you know, I think I'm doing this respectfully and uh, with, like, austere, um, I don't know, reverence. Uh, but Clonard is super deaf and doesn't know how loud he is, so he's just shouting for the right to play. I'm gonna say that that probably draws my attention as I'm very curious about what's going on. And I'm gonna walk over. I'm gonna first start by looking out the door and then seeing her or him yeah. scream at grass, I'm gonna get closer with my big robot and, uh, and I'm gonna go see what's up. And what does a robot look like? It's a little bit like the Iron Giant, um, except a lot smaller. But it has that kind of like domish face with like the like bender like mouthpiece, yeah. uh, and like a cylindrical body, and uh, and it has a giant S on his chest. Um, 
You know what? No, it's gonna be a giant R for for Rob. <laughs> is 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 Rob short for robot? Who knows? It's probably some uh, go <laughs> goblin name for robot. Oh my silver light! Who might you be? Hiya, I'm uh, I'm Aldric. Uh, what are you doing? I sense a light in you, Aldric. I like to think I glow. With the power of the silver light, you mean? Uh, yeah, sure. What is that? I thought you were a brethren of mine. The silver flame, I'm sure you've heard of it. The most famous, most righteous religion of all time. Oh, yeah, we've heard of it. Um, we have a lot of missionaries come out and they talk about, you know, the big guy in the sky. You have, like, the guy up in the sky, he, like, grants wishes for you and stuff? Do you have plans? Would you like to walk? I saw some lovely cows just over by. I'm uh, I'm gonna look up at the sky and then try to figure out what time it is, and I'm gonna be like, yeah, I think I have some time. Well, hidey ho, let's go. Hidey ho. And <laughs> I've been talking that loud the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I imagine you're like spitting on me because you're screaming. <laughs> yeah, it's like when he first greeted you, there was like a breeze, like your hair got blown yeah, a little bit. Like my like the clothes are like, you know, shaking. Uh Clonard is a very hairy sheeple lamb person. Uh so there's also just a lot of spit in my beard from having recited all of these prayers. Uh remind me what you are. Take no offense to that. That's a pretty rude question, but I'm also pretty used to it, my friend. Sorry. I don't think I've seen anyone like you before. <laughs> We're few and far between. Ask my mother if you can find her, and then let her know to come say hi. Uh, it's been about as long as I can remember. Do you remember what she looks like? No. Her beard was about as long as mine is now, though. Well, if you ever remember. <laughs> And I hold up a little stone and be like, you can always call her. It's, uh, you can send her messages. I grab it from your hand without asking. Sorry. <laughs> and I just start shouting in it. Hey, Ma, I love you. It's been too long. Still at the monastery, Ma. Doing what you wanted me to do. Bye. And I hand it back to you. And in the best female voice, I'm going to be like, I'm proud of you. I didn't know who said this would be. Uh, give me deception just for fun. <laughs> oh boy. Then, um, what? Uh, that's not great. That is a, a three. I put my hand on my new friend's back and I say, it's okay. You don't have to lie like the priest did. I'm over it now. They say she's coming back. I, maybe she will. Let's go check out the cows, though. There is, um, in this large pen, kind of to the north of town, uh, an Ankylosaurus. Um, two kind of, uh, raptor-looking things called, uh, false teeths, standing on their hind legs with these two stubby arms. Um, a Stegosaurus and two riding, uh, two regular riding horses. I turn to my new friend and I say, ugliest cows I've ever seen, right? Hold on, and I turn around and I'm gonna start waving, and like, Katya! And like trying to get my sister's attention. 
Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll <laughs> go over there. I was starting to get a Whatever. little nervous anyway, seeing that yeah, giant thing with a hand monster. on your back. Hey! Here you go. And I give her the other stone. Forgot to give that to you. I made it before we left. That way we can stay in communication. Kind of. I'll never be far. I turn to Katya real quick and I put my hand on her shoulder and I'm yelling at you. And I say, my mom lives in there. And then with no coy at all, I wink at Aldrich. I don't think that's quite how that works, but it's a nice idea. And I just go back to admiring what I think are ugly cows. There, There's this halfling kind of tending them and he goes, uh, you, uh, you buy it? Couple of these, uh, for sale. You selling for 10 gold? Uh, sorry, that's, um, uh, not gonna be enough for one of my, uh, for my, for my prized, uh, beast of burden here. Sorry. We actually have 11. Ooh, uh, <laughs> come back to me when you got double that and maybe we can talk about, uh, one of them horses or maybe the anklo. The anklo's a little sickly, so, you know. Can I pet it? Oh yeah, the anklo's friendly as nothing. They're they're real friendly when they're babies. And uh, you see, he, he like uh, pats the ankylosaurus on the back, and it starts like come up and like pokes its little armor-plated head kind of between the uh, fence posts. You pet the shit out of that ankylosaurus, yeah. and it's like looks up at you with like the one like little doe-eyed eye on the side of its head. It lets out a you assume pleasurable grunt like. Argh. I'm going to quickly move my hand back and like. No, 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 that means she likes you. Oh. You made a friend! I slap his back real hard. I basically crumbled beneath that. <laughs> and I'm like. I love the idea oh. of not only do you think you're quiet, but you think you're weak too. Like. I feel like I've made two friends. Ooh. I flick my hand out, but it's like in his nose. I'm expecting a handshake. I just forget how long my limbs are. I will uh, we'll try to make a handshake with with him. <laughs> uh, and this is my sister. Yeah, don't bop her nose. She doesn't like that. Hi, Connor. I'm so sorry. So what brings you in the, uh, to these parts? I'm looking for something. What are you looking yeah, for? You're the priest back home. Sickly creatures too, like the uh, the ankle the ankle knee, the ankle horse knee. Priests are sickly. Like the like a flu, like a cold. Yep, yep. They sent me out here, and I have this big pouch of gold um, that just says like Clonard's Monastery or something. And I tap it, so now everyone knows I have a lot of gold. This is here is to buy it. Oh wait, uh, to buy a cure? Well, to buy the ingredient, I can make the cure. Oh. Well, what are you doing here? Buying a big old battery. For a cure? Uh, for stuff. And I start flipping through the book. I don't know. Uh, I like to build stuff, and I need big old uh, energy. So. Huh. Yep. Yeah, so you notice uh, this dusty old dwarf uh, that you saw uh, go into the bar, uh, kind of sidle up next to you, and he goes, um, so you're new in town, then. And you recognize Lafferty, who's like the uh, 
kind of de facto sheriff. Well, won't be here for long. Mm. Yep. They never are. Mm. Can't imagine Listen, why. Uh, it's really nice here. I love the grass. I love it out here, too. It's peaceful, like. Mm. Uh-huh. No. Say that again. Not everyone likes it that way. Uh, I tell you, there's people here who sooner see a peaceful place like this go all the hell and damnation. I want you to stay ever vigilant. You see anything uh, inviting of damnation, you tell old Lafferty, alright? Uh, sure. We won't be here for that long. Especially if it's concerning you know what. He leans in real close. I lean in close. The dream sand. Uh, oh, dream sand? Yeah, yeah, it's a mighty terrible substance. It's uh, ruining these parts, destroying the peace of mind of the uh, inhabitants. Is, it like, is that like a really big problem around these areas? Uh, it's gonna be. Oh, time. so it's not yet. You're just kind of... No, no, no. It's, it's coming in from over them mountains yonder, and he points off to the east uh, towards Kabara. It's coming in through those mountains over yonder, and I got inkling in my gut that them two over what run the tavern are pushing it, spreading it around. I ain't found nothing what you might call incriminating as of yet. Sure, but you're following your gut, and that's the that's the best policy. Oh, I'll catch him. Yeah, I feel I'll it. I'll catch him. Anyway, it's, uh, are you still in the bar? I uh, am. No. Oh, yeah. Uh, do you want to head outside? I feel like this air, maybe get some fresh air, go for a walk. I, frankly, I could use a friend. <laughs> I literally walked like 300 miles through desert by myself. So just, you know, someone to talk to. That'd be nice. Oh, sure. Why not? Let's go. All right. Uh, which which uh, direction do you guys strike it off in? Well, we're just gonna go out the front door and then see what see what there is to see. Considering I was waiting for someone and not really the airship, I was kind of waiting for both. I kind of want to steer it back towards without the, like, uh, without like grabbing him by the collar, like kind of like just like just kind of walk that direction and see if he follows. So you're like walking like a sheepdog, kind yeah. of. So you leave the tavern, you, you see Clonard uh, and Aldrich and Katya and Lafferty. Lafferty kind of leaning in conspiratorially to tell them something that you can't quite overhear. Uh, and you continue on your way towards the airship landing. I tell you, that uh, sheriff guy, he is, he's giving me all kinds of creeps. Yeah. I'm gonna lean towards uh, Katya and be like, like, hey, I feel like we should really keep our distance from, uh, from that, uh, that elf. Feel like uh, there's plenty of them at home, and they're not usually the friendliest. So let's keep some distance, right? Don't fight them. Okay. I, I really just wanna. I, I'm just gonna keep an eye on him. That's all. Sure. I'm you not can, gonna get close. The half, the half elf, you can probably fight. I don't think it's a big deal. But the, the, the full elf, he probably has a gang that he's a part of. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably just you, going home, sure eating some, probably making some spaghetti noodles, going, just slopping down some meatballs, 
And then he's probably uh, killing a horse and leaving it in some in poor, some poor guy's bed. <laughs> That's what I elves heard do. Them I hear I hear uh, elves eat horses. When Aldrich is is telling uh, Katya, Tia, um, is he he would be like gesturing towards us, correct? Um, I'm using my hands a lot. I'm like really emphasizing, like, don't go over there. And I'm like, <laughs> just waving my hands in your direction. Can, can I try and a clock lot of these? That? Like, no. Can you try what? Can I try and clock that as we're walking? Yeah, I feel like if this were anyone else, I would say no. But yeah, I'm gonna say that I'm being enough of an idiot, feeling pretty secure with my big robot, my giant sister, and my giant fur friend. Yeah, okay. Then you I'm can, being a little bit see, more like, yeah. You can see some gesture in your direction. Okay, I just I just want to have that knowledge. Yeah. And then like, like catch, try try and catch what they look like and keep going to the airship. Yeah, you make note of their general demeanor and appearance. Yeah, so we're really trying to make a low profile, you know? Like, we really don't want to make anyone notice us. You don't want anyone to notice you. Not at all. Honestly, <laughs> the more people who notice us, the worse. For the love of God, there better be no stealth in this campaign. <laughs> we're gonna have you scared outside. <laughs> yeah, here's the thing. I mean, we're trying to keep a low profile, hanging out in the middle of a giant field, you know, in a large group. No one will, no one will even notice. Have you tried laying down? And I lay down to demonstrate, in case you don't know. That would be a low profile. <laughs> uh, and Clonard, you just hear, ah, oh, excuse me. Uh, yeah, can you stop yelling? You're, uh, you're spooking the cattle. Me? I'm just talking. Yeah, if you could just keep it down just a little bit. My horses are skittish. So I'm gonna try to whisper, but you know how, like, four- and five-year-olds whisper, where they're like, we're whispering, Mom? Hmm. That's how I'm going to talk from now on. Okay. <laughs> uh, he he kind of shrugs and goes back to trying to calm one of the particularly nervous horses down. <laughs> uh, Popery and uh, uh, and um, uh, Alex, uh, Alex, you guys are getting uh, to be around there, whereas everyone else has kind of fallen in line and they're also heading back to the airship port and they're like kind of a, about a, like a few steps uh, paces behind you at this point. And uh, you see the airship start to crest uh, around one of the mountain ranges to the north. Um, and uh, <laughs> and Pokery, uh, since you asked, uh, give me a perception real quick. Ooh. It was good. It was a 19. Okay. You can tell them that something is not right. Like with the um, ship? You can see the uh, the ring of fire that is surround that like surrounds the ship and it is like the uh, bound elemental that's uh, propelling the ship. Uh, on one side is is trailing this thick acrid like trail of smoke, and there is a loud screeching noise emitting from the craft as a craft as it is hurtling towards your direction. Uh, I turned to Alex and I said, "I'm not. I've never ridden a sky." Uh, 
Skyship before, but is this is this normal? It doesn't seem right. I gotta you know I'm just joking. Um, I I just Wait. look up and just like just like just like clearly I'm done being in this place. The person who I came here to see did not show up, and my only way out of here is crashing. I'm just like. <laughs> And, uh... It's not right. Oh, Clonard takes out his prayer beads and immediately starts rushing and saying the prayer in the silver flame. Okay. Can I get that prayer, please? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the souls that you will claim, be one mine, O oh, silver flame. Your will I serve, O oh, holy light. Your righteousness will serve our plight. Illuminate my path, O holy glow, and may your light ever grow. I love that. That's a little like... Is that a Green Lantern? I just looked up the Green Lantern ode. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and uh, are you uh, with, with the aim of looking for survivors or helping the wounded or anything like that? Helping wounded, if they're close enough to death, I let their soul respectfully pass on to the silver flame. What few passengers there are uh, were probably below deck and probably crushed, uh, but uh, it was mostly a, probably a cargo ship. Uh, what is everyone else doing? Uh, yeah, I'd also like to run towards the ship and see, uh, and like, just start calling out, like, to see their survivors or anything. Uh, give me a give me an investigation as you're looking around for survivors or like anything you can find. But I got a natural twenty plus zero. Uh, so you notice a few things. First of all, uh, you do come across uh, one or two bodies on the deck, uh, and like uh, in some of the parts where the mid deck has like come apart, you can see in some of these bodies look like they have been uh, not killed on impact, but killed by like weapons and teeth marks you see this um secret uh, like formerly a secret compartment but the uh the door to it was perched open a little bit uh and swinging it open you see uh almost like this stunningly beautiful object in the midst of all this chaos uh there is a um like a golden topaz kind of looking stone uh about the size of your face uh in the shape of a falcon I'm gonna slowly stow my swords, uh, and like, uh, I'm gonna slowly reach out because my character, I think, is kind of an idiot. And I'm gonna reach out and I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna like touch the falcon. I'm gonna be transfixed by its beauty. Yeah, and you feel a slight thrum going through it as you touch it, and uh, the, but uh, nothing happens as you remove it. Oh, so I have it now? Yeah, you just have it. Sweet. Uh, can I? It, it, is this the thing that I bought? Is this no, that is not something you recognize. Okay. I'm going to try to look for the power source. Uh, what am I using for my search? Doesn't uh, matter. That's you... a natural one. Well, I was just about to say I'll give you advantage since you know relatively where or where it should be on the ship and what it looks like. Oh, boy. Uh, 11. Hmm. Okay. Um, A... Cursory glance around uh, the remains of the cargo hold. You can't find it. It doesn't appear to be here. I don't know if I just suck at uh, finding stuff or if it's not here, but it's not here. <laughs> it was supposed to be on this ship, right? Yeah. 
you hear a shudder uh, throughout the ship and uh, this crumbling as the ring that bound the fire elemental that powered the ship uh, has now uh, just like kind of fallen apart. And I'm gonna need y'all to roll initiative. Yes. You're seeing this fire elemental kind of burst through the uh, the matrix uh, surrounding the ship and uh, start to kind of not look friendly as it seems to have been out of control of the binding spell that had been controlling it. So yeah, uh, Heather, you are uh, you are up in the turn order and this thing is kind of starting to smash any remaining unsmashed pieces of ships and it just seems to be trying with the goal of igniting as much stuff as possible. Haven't fought one of these before and I will uh, unsheath my rapier and uh, I'm just gonna hit him. Not great. <laughs> Six damage. And I'm going to use a superiority dice to make a menacing attack. So it's an extra five points of damage, and he needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, okay. DC's 13. Uh, yeah, he rolls a nine. Okay, he's uh, frightened of me until the end of my next turn. And I'm just gonna make sure that I'm standing uh, somewhat like guardingly in front of Aldric. I unsheathe my rapier, um, take my rapier and I, I cut myself a little bit. Oh boy. And I take one damage. Um, and I cast the Curse of Binding on you. And that was just my bonus action. That curse is a bonus action. So I'm gonna take a, uh, I'm gonna take a swing at you with my rapier. And that will be uh, 11 damage. Look like my blood multiplied and shoots up tendrils and grabs it and is holding it down. So, all right, Clonard. Clonard uh, just starts yelling, Oh, silver flame to you, I press these three creatures, I ask you, bless. And then aggressive pointing. And then I also try to get closer, um, as close as possible. Kind of like an annoying little brother or sister, so I can like poke the flame. That's how close I'm trying to get. Both people so far who have attacked it in melee, uh, you are gonna take some fire damage for being so close to it. I get closer and I start sweating under all my hair. It looks like it was like trying to get away, but being held by the uh, bands of blood, uh, like keeping it to the ground, uh, it is going to lash out and it's going to take a swipe at Katya and take a swipe at Alex. Now it is frightened of me. Um, yeah, so it gets disadvantage on that one. Uh, so you're going to take nine fire damage. Okay, it's just going to spend the rest of its turn trying to like get away from these bonds and um, you said it can make a save against that? Yeah, so uh, DC 12. Okay, yeah, it breaks the bonds, uh, but that is the end of its turn. Uh, so, Potpourri, you're up. 
I'm going to uh, say where I am and use my bonus action to uh, infuse my uh, arrows with a bit of a little fey-touched energy. So you just see a couple like coming bees start flying out of my uh, my quiver, <laughs> uh, and I pull one and I shoot at it. All right, uh, Aldrich. I'm gonna pull out my my little light crossbow and I'm gonna aim it at the thing and yeah, that'll just hit. And then, as my, with my bonus action, I'm gonna tell, gonna tell Rob to move right here, and then Rob's gonna give him the old one-two, as he's gonna. Who's the one-two? He's gonna give them both. At the same time? Oh, yeah. No, he's <laughs> gonna do it separately. Come on. <laughs> and he's gonna do a force-empowered rend. Uh, twelve does not hit. Shit. He goes in, he really, he really failed me as a son. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, attack him again. I just rolled a natural 20. Damn! That makes that easy. (laughs) So, I'm just gonna take that. So that's 21 so far, but I'm going to make that a a trip attack. So that's a... 16 more damage, so that's 37 damage. And he has to make a strength saving throw. Uh, he gets a 10. Okay, he is trapped. Okay, yeah, yeah, the thing, uh, the fire kind of spills over onto the deck uh, and it's sort of writhing around trying to right itself. Okay, and uh, since this is now the end of my turn, he's no longer frightened. Okay. I, I prick my I prick my pinky finger with my rapier, and as the blood trickles down the rapier, it starts to ignite in lightning. That is going to be 15 damage, three of which is lightning damage. All right, and then you take uh, five fire damage from hitting it in melee. Shout. Oh, silver flame, hear this squealing herd. I use your light to cast Healing Word. Uh, and as my bonus action, cast Healing Word, um, choosing my friend Alex. Um, and he takes seven points of healing. It's a 1d4 plus three. Nice. Um, nice. Then with my real action, I take my mace out uh, and <laughs> tucked in my braided back hair. Um, and I take out my mace and I say, Oh, silver flame, I ask with grace, meet with pain at the end of this mace. And I sweep the mace at the fire. The, we'll say this is like a split oh. second after the thing goes prone, because like things are kind of happening simultaneously. So you swing for the upright figure of the fire, but it has just been knocked down by Katya, so it is sort of out of range. That's all right. <laughs> all right. It is now the fire elemental's turn. Uh, it will use half of its movement to get up as like it sends this tongue of flame into the air is kind of writing itself and that tongue of flame is going to shoot between Katya and uh, Clonard and it, it seems to be running for the nearest source of wood that isn't already inflamed uh, and yeah that's its turn it is just um, kind of spooked by you guys now and heading for in search of fuel Uh-oh. 
Uh, potpourri. Oh yeah, I'm gonna use my bonus action and charge up some fey energy and then shoot him in the back. 10 damage. And then I'm also going to do 50 feet of movement to move in front of him. All right, you're like in the path of this charging bull. And gonna and really, like, really like steal myself and like try, draw a sword. I don't know. Toss, toss my bow on the ground. See what happens. Okay. Uh, Aldrich. I'm gonna do what I did last time. I'm gonna cock my little crossbow and pew, shoot him with it. Eight damage. And then again, I'm gonna send my my little dude to run over and try to punch him. Alright. That won't hit. So I'm gonna run towards him and attack him again. Ten damage. Okay, and then you take four damage. Hit fire. And attack him again. That is a, another eight damage. This thing is starting to you know, flicker and, like, give off this kind of greasy smoke that does not look healthy. Ooh, mm, greasy. <laughs> uh, you guys are gonna like this. Um, I don't know if it'll work, though. So, I say, oh, silver flame, with your kindness, on that creature, I cast blindness. Nice. This thing is fighting for dear life, and it, you see the magic, like, uh, glance off of its, its like, kind of flamey elemental hide, but it's, like, seeing red right now, or whatever the fire equivalent of is see, of seeing red, since they always probably see red, but it's, like, just powering through it. Uh, it is going to uh, turn around and attack Alex, uh, because he just did a whopper on him. So, yeah, you take 11 points of fire damage. Yeah, I'm down. Uh, and then it will turn its uh, fiery claws on uh, Katya and attack her as well. She does some sweet twirls and, and defends herself. Okay, yeah, it whips like a tendril of fire back at you and you just kind of like, you catch it so it wraps around your sword and then you kind of like disperse it. She calls that the spaghetti noodle. Voodoo would be <laughs> proud. Uh, and uh, Potpourri, you are standing down this charging uh, fire elemental that's kind of been distracted from its charge uh, to attack these people behind it. You see Alex go down. Feel pretty good about it. Um, yeah, I'm gonna use my bonus action to work some fey magic and blast him with my bow. 13 damage. Uh, this thing is like just holding on. Okay, uh, Aldrich, can you take us home? Boy, can I? I'm gonna yell over to my, to Robin, I'm like, you deal with the rest. And I run over to Alex, and I pull out this weird, like, gun-like uh, contraption, and I'm gonna start, like, needling him up, closing some of his wounds. I'm gonna cast Cure Wounds on him. How much did you heal me for? Uh, so a good old 10. I, I shoot awake, and I see what effectively is a tattoo gun. Yeah, and you see, like, little bits of, like, kidney and, like, brain matter on my face that's, like, flying out of you. And I'm like, don't worry, I'm helping. Yeah. That is the most disgusting description of your wounds. I, t I, 
I, I take 10 psychic damage and go back down. <laughs> and then Rob, finally listening, I say, finish him off, and it runs in and gives a good old wallop uh, with a 21 to hit. Damn. He does like a like a Superman as he like punches and like slides through the fire elemental and it like disperses around him and it does like a little bit of like a like like kind of like an explosion behind him so it looks super cool and dynamic. Oh yeah, and there's like this burnt cone of grass behind him like from in like this direction. You see is like uh, like there's like a skid path from where his like feet uh, like scraped against the ground and there's like smoke coming off of his hand. It's very cool. Is the airship still on fire? Yeah, it's still on fire. Uh, are those uh, the wings on the airship? Are they made out of fabric? Uh, they're more like kind of thin metallic kind of fins. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to get a little bit of that if I can. What, just like uh, salvage some of the material? Yeah. Bet I could tinker uh, something you... cool with that. Okay, so you are able to salvage like probably about four square feet of this uh, uh, airship tin material. Uh, and the, the guy that ran over, was he... Did you say that he works in like the airship yard or... Yeah, you, you had mostly just seen him sitting behind the desk, um, uh, like, uh, manning the bench, uh, oh. taking down intakes, outgoing yeah, yeah. Good. records. So I want to ask him for the, um, like, whatever the the log of items on this ship was. Uh, yeah, the manifest? Yeah, because we were expecting something on this ship, and I need to know if it was on there. Well, um... Yeah, I was actually able to grab the manifest before the building kind of went. Uh, what was it you were looking for? And he starts flipping through pages. I uh, elbow Aldric, because I don't know. Uh, an, ex- an exflubilator. Uh, ek, flub, anator. Uh, yeah, I have it on here. Was it, um, it, I'm sure it's probably destroyed. We can search the cargo bay, maybe find it, but um, I think uh, our priority should be looking for survivors. We can do both at the same time. I think just keep an eye open, really. It's not that hard. Yeah, um, so uh, you all are kind of looking around for survivors? Yeah, because um, I want to take and whoever's around, like, aside and be like, guys, I don't want to alarm you, but the people on this airship were killed with swords and also arrows and teeth, but in, importantly, not fire and airship crashes. Um, but yeah. So, you know, just a heads up, you might go below decks and find, like, a werewolf or something. Just a he- just let you know. Alright! Furious, furious halflings, riding dinosaurs, it's all possible. Well, here's the thing, I feel like if there was a werewolf, uh, you'd probably on fire. Damn, that's sound, uh, that sound sounds, theory. Yeah, that, that's a I, pretty good thought right there. I didn't think, I did not think of that. I'll be perfectly honest, but. <laughs> That's our friend Aldrich. Aldrich. Oh, the, the, the H is uh, silent. And I, and I extend my hand towards you um, in a friendly manner. Uh, can I finish the last rites of 
the fire thing and try to find someone to cast Spare the Dying on. And yeah, then... uh, give, me, uh, give me an investigation if you can find someone who is uh, in need of medical services. Yeah. You are looking around and you, you think you find someone who might be showing some signs of life. Uh, you notice it is a half-elf uh, bearing the Mark of Storm. And you actually, as you've been searching the bodies, notice that he is the only half-elf on board, which is interesting because typically there are two pilots on board. Okay, so I have two things. One, um, does he look like he died differently from how the other dead people that I've encountered? Uh, this one looks like he probably died in the crash. Okay, and the second thing is, can I just read my Spare the Dying? <laughs> Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, silver flame, hear their crying. I ask you, please spare the dying. But should you choose to claim their soul, brighten your light with their death toll. Um, but I do make a note and I call over whichever friend I see that's closest. Um, Al Alex is trying to follow. Uh, Katya and Aldrich. Oh, how the turntables have. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly All right. why. Um, how stealthy you be in? Like, as stealthy as possible because he doesn't want to threaten them. Because normally when people are staring at him like that, they're trying to kill him. Just how stealthy would you say you're being? Let me find out. 21. We'll say that, yeah, uh, Alex is stealth, uh, sufficiently stealthy and you cannot tell he's following you. Uh, Potpourri is uh, uh, currently uh, unoccupied if, um, unless he has something else that he is doing, he's probably- uh, No, I was gonna go below decks cautiously to try to root out uh, whatever is the murderer on this ship. Okay. I'm like semi-convinced there's a werewolf on the ship and I'm gonna find it. Hey, good smelling fellow! Oh, surely you must be. <laughs> yeah. There should be two of them. Check their ears. See if you get one pointy and one not. There should be two. And I I I I show him the number two. Cloner demonstrating an interesting grasp of what half elf means. <laughs> it's their left half elf. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so below deck in the cargo hold, you guys are searching while Alex uh, watches you. Um, what are you What are you doing? You guys are also going below decks, right, to look for your thing? Yeah. yeah. Then I will say that I'm surreptitiously following Alex following you. It's like a chain of stealth. So let's start off at the head of the chain. What, uh, Aldrich and Katya, what are you doing? Uh, I would I feel like you probably, look over there, I look over here. I would probably just be helping you. All right, you can just help me look. Okay, you can conclusively now say that it is not on board. You see no package matching the description that Bros gave, which he confirmed had been loaded on, and uh, there's no sign of it anywhere. We've lost a lot of money. You hear... Coming from underneath a box that you assumed on, was on top of another box. Uh, yeah, you move the box off of, uh, off of this person. You see, this is like a severely injured person uh, who uh, kind of seizes you by the color of their throat and, like, with their last uh, vestiges of life, is just like, um, 
gonna use a cure wounds on him. Uh, actually, you don't have time. He's got like less than six seconds. He, he's just like they stole. Or they kidnapped one of the captains. Stole one of the boxes. You have to. And then he slips away as you're like starting to incant the spell. That was our box. Yeah, I'm. I'm like. 90% sure that was our box. Rest uh, in peace, buddy. So as this is happening, um, from outside of the wreckage, you hear, Now, what, what's all what's all this then? Are y'all in there? That's and you hear Lafferty, the, the dwarf sheriff's voice, uh, calling from you, or calling for you. Lafferty's here. It's not, there's no laughing matter. Him again. Should we just be quiet? No, we should probably go. Pretend to be asleep. (laughs) And and I just casually fall over onto several boxes. (laughs) I'm gonna start Um, yelling, you're not gonna die on me. I'm saving you. As I like hold the person in my arms, trying to pull them out. I'm fucking tiny, so I'm definitely not actually picking up this yeah, body. Yeah, I'll, I'll... Okay, so, yeah, if you could, like, you know. Alright, I'll drag him out of there. We're gonna we're gonna leave with one of the dead bodies trying to pretend like we're saving it. I mean, we tried. We really tried. We we think we got one. We think he's alright. As, well, they, as, they, as they turn around, I'm just there. Like... Rapier still drawn, still a little bit of lightning around the up around the edges, pointed at them. Oh, I draw mine. Go, what? I draw mine. Wait, don't drop the dead body. He's pointing a sword at us. And, and I, I'm pointing it. I'm not lunging at you now, whatever. And I just go, who are you? Who are you? That doesn't matter. When people stare at me that long, they're usually trying to kill me. Who? Who are you? And, and then like that. Oh, like, you're like, the guy that I healed. Huh. And then, and then like putting, but like, like, it was like, he was like, he completely forgot that. Putting two and two together. Okay. And, and he puts his, he puts his sword away. No, don't and, put that, and, don't. Are you here to pay us for saving your life? What, what, what are you doing? No, you've been staring at me all day. Take that sword back out. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cure wounds, my sister. You've been staring at me all day. Usually, when no. that happens, mm. people are trying to kill me. See, I've been staring at your sword. What's of it? Can I see it? I heal you for nothing. And that, I, I unsheath it. What are those marks? That's a personal thing. Huh. It'd be a little less personal if you were dead, huh? Too, ba- too bad we brought you back to life. Maybe he was trying to uh, sharpen it and it went wrong. Maybe he's just not very talented. Did you fight in the war? You could say that. L- look, I forgot you saved me on the battlefield. Usually when people are staring at me all day, they're plotting to kill me. I was just making sure you weren't plotting to kill me. Nah, we saved you. 
Yeah, no, we, you, you, like, you almost killed yourself by dying from fire, so. I never fought in Elemental before. Sure, no, us neither, but, you know, we handled it. <laughs> the name's Alexander. You can call me Alex. Hi, I Alex. stretch out my hand shake. To be fair, we're usually a little friendlier, but uh, we just found out that our package was uh, shipped to the wrong place. So we've had a bit of a bad day. Uh, speaking of, did you guys anywhere on the werewolves? There's werewolves? We thought we heard oh, one. No, it was just a, a dying guy. No, we got this guy. Yeah, he's dead. Of no. uh, werewolves? He said, your box is gone and you're not going to get it back. And we were like, well, fuck you too, buddy. Something about like flying people took the, our, they took our thing. He's like, there's a guy high up who wanted your jobs? box. Hmm. So, I'll be honest. That, that was entirely lost on me. But, you guys seem nice if abrasive and standoffish. Uh, I'm in the market for a new traveling companion. So... Uh, that guy's selling dinosaurs. How much are dinosaurs? Do I look like I know? Oh, wait, no. We do know. Uh, do tw know. 20, what? 22? 22 gold. No, it was, it was, that was for, oh, I wasn't there, sorry. Wait, yeah, because it was 11, and then he was like, no, that's not enough, and then I was like, 12, and he was like, no, seriously, like, maybe double that, so, 24. Damn it, because I only have 15. I, I just look at him and I go, I mean, I could get you a dinosaur. Wouldn't be exactly above board. What I could get a small dinosaur. You planning on Wait. stealing a dinosaur? Stealing all the dinosaurs. You're gonna steal all the dinosaurs. I mean, are you, are you saying we could be dinosaur wranglers? Yeah, I'm I mean, sorry. What would we do with with you know all the dinosaurs? I mean, ride them. So I mean, we could be, be dinosaur kings, raptor kings. Hold on, let's be honest here. The only way out of this place was the ship. Wait, were you gonna get on the ship? I say. um... Oh, Silver Flame, your kindness lending. Upon this ship, I cast Mending, and I stand really proud with my chest puffed out, hair is it all, um, and I think it's going to work on this obliterated ship. Yeah, and it does. Uh, for about a square foot where your hand is <laughs> good as new. That's a start. Yeah, just keep doing it. Do we does the thing also I take like ten minutes? Are so you just standing there for ten minutes as we're like staring at a single board? <laughs> as you guys are doing that, uh, you you notice Lafferty now kind of like ducking under some of the rubble, easier for because for him because he's a dwarf, uh, and he comes down below deck and he's like, "Well now, ain't this a tizzy? Biggest tizzy I've ever been a part of." Well, yeah, there's one thing I love, it's tizzies. Yeah, well, I have to, I have to, I love playing with tizzies. <laughs> I have to extend my gratitude for your uh, quick action in saving the town from that there fire burner. Um, uh, that thing would have torched us like some bitch. Uh, so I got, you have my gratitude there, but um, how, were you able to find anything of any import on this vessel? No. Because uh, well, this is a yes. matter I take very seriously. That, that th These airships are the lifeblood of our town. Was there uh, a, uh, a place that this thing stopped before coming here? Uh, I think he said something about it coming from Frost Mantle uh, over there in the, in the holes. 
Oh, people on flying, so like during the flight, not like, oh. Uh, um, it, when you say important items, do you mean important how? Like, it's an example. Any, uh, well, I, I meant the I meant the, the lives and livelihood of the people on board. Uh, were they, were you able to find any survivors? Uh, <laughs> we 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 tried. You know, there was a there was one one guy who we really thought was gonna make it. He he's but, right here. Yeah, he's on the ground over there. Uh, <laughs> Their soul has already ascended to the silver flame. He's dining with his four fathers, so it's all for the best. I got words to say to y'all, but I, I suggest we uh, we relocate to a safer locale because this is uh, ooh, this one's a doozy. Uh, so yeah, he he starts to lead you guys uh, off of the airship wreckage back onto the solid grass. He's like, now I hate to deputize you further, but uh. If there's anything you know, you got to tell me. You gotta stay here until I get back from them offices. You get you you hear me? Hold on, are we being arrested? No, no, no. You are uh, you are assisting in an investigation. Okay, but but we're not allowed to leave. I, I would prefer you did not. Uh, Do we get badges? You say, you say prefer, so meaning there's no like we have to. Right, right, right. I'm. I'll be honest, uh, Aldrich, I feel like we got off on the wrong foot, but I, we... Sometimes your ideas are really good. I'll be perfectly honest. I've he, been really impressed with you. He's got good ideas, smart stuff. You're, you're, Listen, I, you're I really don't good. have the authority to oh. detain you, but uh, this is merely a recommendation because I got to get to the bottom of what happened here. Uh, a lot of lives at stake, more than just the, one, uh, the poor, unfortunate souls on board. What other lives are at stake? Uh, uh, all the people that l rely on these things for their for their livelihood. Everyone in this town uh, has their hand in this port in some way. Oh, are you worried that's going to happen to more fly ships? Uh, they are few and far between. You know, uh, these things, uh, flutterwood they're made of, worth its weight in gold. Uh, airships well, aren't a dime a dozen. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let's go back to that worth its weight in gold bit. Yeah, what was that? Is that is that the the sails? Uh, no, no, it's, uh, the, the hull, the, the whole, the whole artifice of it, it no. it's made out of some special wood. You know, now I'm feeling like an idiot, because I, I took the sails and not the wood, and it turns out the wood was worth <laughs> the gold. Well, you know that big old fancy elf island with all the ghosts, uh, growing Yeah, 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 that's the one. You hear some, uh, heavier than human footsteps coming from the north. Uh, I keep walking to the tap. I'm gonna. Uh, an arrow shoots past you and lands right in front of you. Yeah, you know, just go ahead and I scoot keep... behind my robot. I can... Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and find cover. Katya, you did see that arrow, right? And I like, keep feel... walking towards the tavern. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It landed at his feet. If someone wanted to hit him, they'd be better than that. L uh. <laughs> Lafferty, we'll we'll tell you what we found out, but we've got some big fish to fry here. That's like, our, we're, look, we're, we're trying to find a package. And... Our thing is missing. We need yeah. to get it. Uh, and he, he clutches his hat and he points out, Brigands! There's brigands up to the north! What is that? And what the fuck is you brigands? noticed um, some uh, pterodactyl riders have just landed uh, near the air, uh, airship wreckage, uh, and they... Uh, 
do not look too happy as one of them is holding a bow that is just fired at um, uh, Alex uh, as he, and uh, their leader steps forward and he uh, um, just shouts uh, y'all have something of ours this guy up here uh, riding a sitting aside a giant looking bird thing with bone inlaid armor is just gonna go no witnesses I'm just gonna say when, when you say that town. Alex turns around and just I am just trying to finish a mission I have been on so I can retire to my family for the rest of my natural life. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to kill these people, take the pterodactyls, fly off into the sunset, find your package, and we all live happily ever after. Oh, our Alex, can I just say that I was recently banished from my family, but I feel like you're the father figure I really need right now. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Uh... For the second time, roll initiative. Yes! It's possible that they want some of the loot from this ship that was probably destroyed in the wreckage, and there's nothing we can do to find it. What oh, yeah. Guys, no, there's like no loot on that ship. There's a bunch of dead people with hickeys. Uh, you, you see the guy the, the guy in the bone armor, uh, he just kind of, in a bored voice, is just like, you best give up because uh, we're not leaving without what we came for, and uh, my boys are gonna make up for their mistake. I feel like you guys came in like really hot, like you know you haven't used your words yet. You know what are you even looking for? Alex just walks up and goes, "Oh, hello." Yeah. <laughs> we're just a bunch of Polish people. Uh, and the, this guy who started walking forward is like, "Nice try." Like we haven't heard that one before. No, no, we're being, we're being very serious. What are you looking for? I hope that really they just come into every like town and they're like, all right guys, let's kill them. They're trying to hide this stuff. And everyone's just like, what do you want? And they're like, nice try. <laughs> what are you looking for? <laughs> we're trying to help you find it. And like, fucking kill them guys. One of, the, one of the ones behind him just shouts like, we've got nothing to say to you, filthy elf. And then he just kind of spits on the ground. Bro, whoa. I mean, like, I realize that, like, Eberron is, like, has its ethnic strife and, like, regional differences, but, like, yikes. Yeah, seriously, not very woke. <laughs> Never catch me okay, saying I, I something like that. Do, do they have the, uh, like, stars and bars painted onto their pterodactyl? <laughs> is it a General Lee? Is it a General Lee pterodactyl? <laughs> Uh, the, the pterodactyls actually are kind of shifting a little uncomfortably. Um, they they look like they're uh, rentals, probably. Aww. Oh, so they're poor bandits. Guys, we got this. They're bad at their jobs. <laughs> a rental? Come on. Oh, um... So I think the only way to go is to punch our way out. Because I'm so far away, I can't get to anyone. Do you have a bow? It's always helpful. Situations like this. I'm gonna whisper to uh, to Katia again and be like, "I bet you a gold that uh, that he faints in this fight too." <laughs> I bet this tough guy over here. Um, if I overhear that, I'm giving you a thumbs up and knowing look. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna dash. That's, that's, that's my turn. Okay, so I'd like to move up to the guardrail and imbue my Fey energy and then shoot at this guy. 
I do 24 damage to this guy next to the Terrigan. Yeah, it, it kind of connects uh, just like uh, above his shoulder. And then I'd like to hunker down. Stink, your stinking elf blood's gonna filthy up my weapon. Oh, Silver Flame, you Belvedere. I now cast, I hereby cast Flaming Sphere. Okay, so yeah, so that person looks pretty badly roasted. Uh, they're they're still alive, still standing, but they uh, just got like pulled into by this flaming sphere. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go over to that guy. Uh, that's a 17 to hit. That is a 10. That's that is a 10 damage. Okay, and this person looks who so very bad. The uh, most professional of the ones assembled uh, is going to get into a position right here and is going to uh, just level a heavy crossbow at Potpourri since you were shooting uh, stuff. So the spring on his crossbow just, uh, crossbow just breaks. <laughs> he throws it aside and he goes, piece of shit, and he draws his sword. I'm gonna shoot a firebolt over at the guy in front of Katya. No one. Fuck's my sister. <laughs> no, it does not hit. A shoot and a miss. And then I yell not- at Rob to go go fight this guy over here. Rob's gonna go punch this guy, hopefully. That'll be 10 damage. Okay, uh, this one also looking very hurt. Very much hurt. I give Rob a big old thumbs up like, you, got, you nailed it, buddy. Okay. Uh, definitely gonna hit the guy right in front of me. That is 14 damage. You killed two of them. Uh, with the, this one's death, you just hear it, 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 their their last words are just like, Califar rises! And Rages? they just kind of collapse as like some kind of weird rallying cry you've not heard before. He said, what, what did he say? Galifal rises galifar rises um the name galifar is familiar to you that is the uh ruling dynasty of the empire uh that the continent of cover had been under before the war split it into a thousand pieces he's gonna react and uh make an attack of opportunity so um five damage i have one hit point still up though nice and he just shouts after you, only a coward runs! No, we're a smart person. Uh, and this guy, this guy, you just hear him sh- uh, kind of rumble like, amateurs. Uh, Thug is going to move a little bit and fire his crossbow at um, uh, the guy that just killed two of his dudes. What, what, what is, why are they all so mad at me? <laughs> you feel a crossbow bolt just like, whew, right by you. Good snap. Uh, Clonard. Clonard uh, is going to use his uh, flame demon thing. All right, they take four. I rolled eight, they take four. Clonard moves his flame down to this guy here um, that's coming after the little man on the board. Hey. <laughs> and it rams this guy. Nice. Sweet. And that is now 10. Radiant damage, and that's my bonus action. Gonna be the best swordsman there is. I'm gonna get right up to this guy and say, Alex, just take a step back. Hmm. Aww. And uh, 
I'm gonna hit him. And that is a 19. That's eight damage. Uh, it's this guy's turn, and he turns back to the person on the on the Quetzalcoatlus, and he's like, "We need support." And uh, the guy on the on the Quetzalcoatlus goes, "You need something I can't give you. You clean this up, or you die trying." Yikes! I'll go inf- I'll go inform the network. They won't make it far. Uh, and this guy is gonna look kind of tremulous and then he's going to charge up to Katya and uh, attempt to uh, subdue her with his swordiness as he realizes he is not getting any reinforcements Uh, so he's going to make two attacks Uh, the first one is uh, 13 to hit miss the second one is less than that miss so clearly that news affected him um, you know badly why don't you just tell us what you're here for man Jesus. <laughs> I know, all because they just wouldn't tell us what they're looking for. Where is it? Where's what? Kill them! Yeah. Uh, this person's going to uh, fire their uh, hand crossbow at Clonard. Warning flare, reaction. If attacked within 30 feet, they get disadvantage unless they are immune to blindness. Uh, um, so, um, they, I just rolled them again, and they got a 17 again. Well, hmm. uh, that hits. <laughs> okay, that's gonna be nine damage, and I'm gonna need a concentration save. That's a four, so I drop concentration, and flame goes bye bye. Uh, and now it's uh, this other one's turn, and they're gonna capitalize on your distraction with being shot and attack you with their uh, scimitar, uh, which uh, they rolled a seventeen again, again. Um, warding flare. I only have one more use left. But I do it again on him, so he has disadvantage. Okay, he rolled a he rolled higher the second time, unfortunately. <laughs> Damn it, Silverflake! That hit. Uh, seven slashing damage to you. On hearing the rallying cry from their dying comrade, they seem to be, uh, you know, have uh, have new fire lit under their asses. Mm. This guy is going to. Uh, kick his uh, kicks, uh, his mount in the ribs, and it's going to take off, along with the rest of the pterodactyls as he's taking them with him. No! No! Uh, so yeah, he is, he is gonzo, they have flown away. I'm going to save my sister. Gonna run over here, and use my fancy little gloves, and I'm gonna shoot another firebolt. That'll be seven damage. Okay, as that uh, firebolt kind of crashes against his armor and uh, you see him, like, kind of buckle under the impact briefly. All right, Alex, you had uh, some time to lick your wounds. We're going to attack. <laughs> uh, that is 14 damage. You just, like, lip bleeding, kind of foot dragging, like... <sighs> <laughs> I'm going to run and this guy. Nine damage. Uh, yeah, that guy is deadsies as well. Nice. Bye-bye, boy. Clonard would like to attempt to use his braided back hair as a sort of lasso to uh, lasso this guy and see if we can get him to talk about what his boss was looking for. I would like to grapple him. Okay, make either a acrobatics or an athletics save, which you will contest. So he he grappled. His movement is zero. And uh, on your next turn, you can attempt to further restrain him. 
I, I, I'm sort of like sitting on top of him. I would never straddle another creature. And yeah, I'm, so I'm, you, don't I'm him, you, you don't have him like drawn to the floor right now. You guys are kind of in like a standing sort of wrestle kind of grapple. Cool, cool, got it, nice. all right. That's what, that's Sitting what I'm on having. him would be like fully restrained. Katya will hit him. Nice. Uh, oh, are, we, are we? Are we killing him? Should I just? No, you're doing it non-lethally. I'm bopping. I'm bopping him. I'm not hitting him. I'm bopping him. You're proving that you're a better swordsman than him. Yeah. Yeah. By bopping him. I'm bopping him. It proves you're an even better swordsman to take them down, but with the finesse to do it non-lethally. That's a 22 to hit. That bops. And that is nine bopping. Mm. I'll die before I let you undo the work uh, uh, to, to bring about the new Galifar. And you see him make this weird movement with his tongue. Oh, oh. And he pops one of his molars out and chews on it, and it is a hidden cyanide pill. God. And his mouth starts to foam, and he twitchingly drops to the floor. That was excessive. I thought he was going to tell us what he wanted. <laughs> yeah, I really thought he was just going to be like, by the way, you know that weird glowy thing that that guy picked up? That's what I was looking for. Huh. Oh, I, yeah. uh, they never asked, so I was asking. Yeah, I mean, how we're just assuming, and you know, we don't want to be an asshole. Yeah, you know, assuming makes assholes out of you. I do pray over this body, and I say, accept these foes to their final rest, to your flame upon their death. Wait, you don't want to? You don't want to spare the dying? We got. We look at the guy we want to interrogate. <laughs> nope. Huh. Clearly, he wants to die. Let his are life there, go to Are there more dead bodies around here? Yeah, there, there's some... Specifically them or dead body. Like, there's dead people on the ship. There's dead... No, bandits. no, I want them. I'm going to go over and I'm going to uh, see which tooth is missing. And then I'm going to go and check the other people's uh, teeth. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, yeah, it's like the very back molar. And uh, give me... Um, Let's see. A medicine check. All right. See how good you are at extracting teeth. Will it be more sleight of hand than than medicine? No, it's still like a medical procedure. I don't know why I did that with two. I'm being stupid. Um, that'll be. Um. Medicine. That'll be fourteen. Okay, yeah, so I'll say you are able to, uh, without damaging the casing, uh, extract uh, a lethal dose of cyanide from uh, a, an additional two of the bottle, uh, two of the bodies. So I have two things of cyanide? Two cyanide. Wait, hold on, how, does, how is this gonna work? Is it just immediate death? Um, now, it would probably be a constitution save for a bunch of poison damage. I actually would need to look up how much that would be because I did not think of that. So, kudos. Could you uh, put down that I have cyanide? Two of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you want to uh, put it on your character sheet. Doing it. Ooh, here's it's going to be actually really great. I can actually put it probably like in like a slingshot or something and try to shoot it into someone's mouth. 
and be like, or you could hit them and be like they're being bit by cyanide because their teeth. Yeah. But what if we just put it in somebody's food? Yeah, I mean, sure, if you're trying to be like stupid about it. <laughs> I, you're right, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy, and someone's drink. Do, uh, before we, um, before we retire for the night, I have to ask Potpourri a question. Oh, boy. Do you tell them? Well, they all saw me take it, right? Yeah, we saw Oh, it. yeah, actually, no, they did. So, so you I'll, guys... But that being said, I will be like, guys, they, they weren't very clear about it, but I do... I did take a really cool jade... Was it a jade statue of a falcon? Uh, it was like this kind of golden gemstone kind of topaz-looking thing. I'm gonna put down Topaz Falcon. Oh, the blue thing that was glowing was a falcon, not just a rock. Well, it, it was like golden colored. Just a rock. Who has the blue thing that was glowing then? What blue thing? Wasn't there a blue thing glowing on the ship? I have the Topaz. There is in the picture, but that's kind of more just a picture. But I thought Gabe thought it was a battery, maybe? Yeah, that no, was the exclusive. He was looking for something we that was apparently you. taken during the attack. Gotcha. Yeah. But, yeah, so I've got this uh, topaz gold looking falcon. Uh, like, but the, who, is that what they wanted? Or who knows? maybe they were looking for the same thing you guys were looking for. I, I don't know. Honestly, who knows? They didn't say. This, I, I, I asked very nicely. I went, oh, hello, and everything. Yeah, and if there are a hundred crates, like there's only a one in a hundred chance that's what they wanted. Right. No, I'm with you. I, I honestly, who knows? Yeah, impossible to say. It's impossible to know. Clonard cuts to the camera and says, "Find out next time on the Swallowers." <laughs> Come swallow with us next time. The next time so, yeah, you uh, see over, my pictures. Over the next week or so you guys uh can have a chance to think about what your next move is going to be with this this gem thingy that you've discovered and are pretty sure these sort of human fanatics have uh all died in the attempt to try and secure and not Let to me mention straight no pterodactyls <laughs> so sad. So, so sad. i gave that rousing speech and everything the um well, yeah, you gave a speech about it, so the guy with all the pterodactyls heard that you wanted them, so he took them. <laughs> this was awesome. I miss you guys. Mm -hmm. Honestly, actually, anyway. so they kind of know what we look like, but, you know... One of us if, was, like, ant-sized. If we just go home, like, here's the thing, if we all just, like, go back to our houses, how are they going to find us? They're gonna be like, look for the two humans. <laughs> oh, yeah, if we just scatter. Salt. <laughs> Done. Uh, yeah, uh, but the thing is, you guys are looking for a battery. That's true. I don't know if they are looking for me with my cool Jade Falcon, so like. Or if they're looking for my cool battery. Yeah, it's, who knows? Who knows? I'm telling you, I definitely.